morning, church. Hey, Pastor Ryan, I did not. Where is he? I, I was not expecting that. I'm a member of the family. I don't need any introduction. I'm a member of the family. Amen? Amen. Well, thank you. Thank you, um, Pastor Ryan. And um, I, I was asking the Lord um, how to actually get this started. And uh, what he told me is just right on. You know, the Bible says, the Lord inhabits the praises of his people. And that's what we've experienced here today. God has chosen to inhabit your praise, my praise. So let's welcome, not a preacher, let's welcome the King of kings and the Lord of lords. Can you do me one favor? Let's do it as somebody who knows who we are welcoming. For example, if the president of the nation is here in this sanctuary today, we'll stand up to greet him. Let's greet the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords on our feet. Let's stand on our feet. Just welcome the King of Kings and the Lord. Just applaud him. Applaud him. Worship him. Worship him. Worship him. Worship him. Worship him. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. You may be seated. I promised somebody in the sanctuary this morning for standing up to worship the King of Kings in the sanctuary this morning. God will stand up for you this year. Say amen to that. I don't know what you are going through. But he just whispered that to me to tell you. You are, you are going through some things and you are wanting somebody to stand up for you. God said I should tell you. He's going to stand up for you this year in Jesus' name. Say amen to that somebody. Because you stood up for him. He's going to stand up for you. Number two, I want to commend you, and he told me to say this. I have it in my notes. I want to commend you for coming to worship him today. He said I should commend you for coming to worship him. And he told me to tell you you are in a great company of about three billion people on the face of the earth, who gathered in various nations across the globe this, this weekend to worship the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. But he told me to tell you, and let me let you know this, he told me this just about one hour ago. He told me to tell you that there are 8 billion people on the face of the earth. Only just over 3 billion are worshipping him this weekend. He told me to tell you, you and I, we have the obligation, we have the mandate, we have the responsibility 
of communicating the gospel to the other five billion that they didn't gather this weekend to worship him. In fact, when he told me that this morning, I felt like, I felt like dropping the message that he gave me. He said, no. This is part of his preparation. He, calls, he called it housekeeping. And it's, even when the OSL was announced by Pastor Dan, he said that was part of the housekeeping. That this year, this year he wants us to be all out reaching the five billion other people who have not acknowledged Jesus as Lord and Savior. If you forget everything I say today, don't forget that. Don't forget that. Don't forget that. By the way, our pastor has been whispering to me and talking to me as well. That now that the pandemic is over, it's time for us to reach again the nations with the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. However, the Lord number two said I should thank you for showing up in church today. Number three, I really want to appreciate even the privilege and the opportunity and the honor of standing before you to bring the word of the Lord. I don't take it lightly, so I, I really appreciate Pastor Gary and Pastor Terry for giving me this privilege. I don't take it lightly to take time to hear from the Lord and give him not my word, but his word. And I can make bold to tell you at this moment, he gave me a word for you. I will not stand here. I will not come if he has no word for you through me. Mine would not do anything to change lives. His changes life. And talking about the word he gave for me to share with you. I know. Can you imagine? Today is January 14. Is that right? That means two weeks gone this new year. Two weeks gone already. But do you know it is okay for you to take time to get a direction from the Lord regarding what he has for you in 2024? It's okay as a child of God to take time to hear from him, to receive from him what he has for you in, in 2024. And the good news I have for you is that it's not too late yet. It's not too late yet. Over the years, at least, for probably between 10 to 20 years, 
my wife and I and our nuclear family cultivated a lifestyle that towards the end of every year we take time spend time with the Lord thanking him for his faithfulness his loving kindness for the outgoing year but we also take time to want to hear from him what word does he have for us for the incoming year The Lord has helped us to do that at least over between 10 and 20 years to be conservative. And God has always spoken. But not only has He spoken, He has always honored His word. About two, three years ago, it's been a privilege teaching for Life Pacific University. The president of the university shared with us a framework for hearing from the Lord, receiving from the Lord a word for the year. I shared it with my family. And we, we, we adopted it. And God also used it to help us. When I was preparing this message, God gave me, a, call it a permission, to share with you five questions we use. Five questions we use in the framework to reflect on the outgoing year before we start seeking his face also for the new year. Number one, what, can I, what could I use more of in my life? From what happened in the preceding year, what could I use more of in my life? Number two, what could I use less of in my life? What were the things that transpired in 2023? That I want less of them. Or zero of them. You know, if you don't identify some of these things, then they keep coming and repeating themselves every year. You can tell the Lord, I don't want any of this. I have seven pages. This, this is my own. I listed things and I told the Lord, I don't want this, any of this in 2024. And I identified some amazing and great things God did for me in 2023. I said, Lord, I want more. More of this. Question number three. What Characteristics. I expanded on this. What values? What strengths? What resources would I like to have in 2024? I have a long list I give to the Lord. 
Then number four. May the Lord realize that at the end of each day in 2023, this was the way I felt on the average. Then how do I want to feel? That's question number five. In 2024. It's my computer. I just printed this just to share with you. I communicated. It became a conversation between God and myself. I gave the template to every member of my family. Everyone used it as well. And we came out with what? A word from the Lord. A theme from the Lord. We are, and we're going to run with it. Why? It's not from us. It's from him. He's the one that will execute him. I decided to share this with you. Why? Because the Lord told me to share with you. But the second thing he told me to, to, which is a little bit private or personal. Also, a couple of years ago, this one less than 10 years ago. No, more than 10 years ago too. My, my wife and I and our siblings will gather together one Sunday in the month of January when we were all in our 20s and 30s, we were gathering, we were doing that, and our kids were young, they were running around, we spent time with the Lord as well. What's the direction you have for us? I wouldn't share all this with you if God did not tell me to, tell, to share with you. There's somebody in the house today who may benefit from what I'm sharing. Let me confess to you, even for my, for my siblings and their spouses and their children and some of them with grandchildren, God has always given a word for each family unit and he has always honored his word. You can then ask me, how are we doing it? In the day, with Zoom now, we do it on Zoom. And we use the breakout rooms in Zoom for each family unit. So there's privacy. Before Zoom, you may ask me, what were you using? We're using WhatsApp. Before WhatsApp, you can ask me, what were you using? We, we were within driving distance. But Jesus has saved the soul of every member of this family unit. That's one testimony. That's one grace of God. And I know there are people in the house today that God has done even more in your own family. But let me confess to you. God has used this to bring people to Jesus. People from our extended families. I hope God is talking to somebody in the room today. Don't give up on your family. Let the gospel start in your home. Let Jesus be Lord over your family. At this point, I want to go into the world 
he gave me to give to you today. After sharing with you some of this, call them private information, which he gave me permission to share with you. Because he, he told me somebody in the house will benefit from me today. What he gave me for you, I even, because I love using metaphors, because metaphors help us to remember some things. I don't know whether you can show that picture on the screen at this time. The picture. Okay, you don't have the picture. All right, let's, let's go on. Oh, the picture is on the screen. I didn't know the picture was on the screen. All right. The one he gave me, new year, new dress. New year, new dress. And he asked me to ask a question. To ask the congregation a question. That there are Bible stories about people about, and about their dresses. Do you, can you give me one name of somebody the Bible talks about his or her dresses? Somebody. Raise up your hand and give me the name of somebody in the Bible that the Bible tells us about his or her dress. The dresses they wear. You? Who is that? Joseph. Joseph. Thank you. What, what story about Joseph's dress? About his robe. Thank you. And there are many other examples, but I'm going to focus on two or three today because of time. And let's start with a word of prayer. Lord, we thank you for your word. As we dive into your word about new year, new dress. We pray you open your word to us and use your word to bless your church. And we give you all the glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Let the church say amen. All right, from 1 Samuel, we're going, to, we're going to talk about Joseph, but let's start with Samuel. 1 Samuel, and I'm going, to read, we're going to, I'm going to read for us, that's chapter 2, 1 Samuel chapter 2, and we're talking about verses 18 and 19. The Bible says, but Samuel was ministering before the Lord. A boy wearing a boy. That's, I went to other versions and they still called him a boy. Wearing a linen ephod. Each year. Can you say each year? Each year. Say one more time. Each year. each year. His mom, his mother made him a little robe and took it to him. When she went up with her husband to offer the annual sacrifice, I asked myself, why each year? Why did Samuel's mom, why did she have to do this each year? There could be various reasons you could give, but the Bible says he was already ministering, though they say he was a boy. One of the reasons could be because he was still growing. And God told me to tell somebody in the house today, one of the reasons why you need a new dress, spiritually speaking, in 2024, is for your spiritual growth. Samuel's mom, Samuel's mom, God made him a robe, 
each year and brought it to him. Made in a row each year and brought it to him. And that's why it's okay. It's even encouraged. Try and receive from the Lord. What's the robe he has for you for this year? What is the word he has for you for this year? What is the mandate? What is the message he has for you, for your family this year? In my family, we did it a little bit differently this year. We challenged every member of the family to get a word from the Lord, receive a word from the Lord. My daughter, who is, who is worshiping with us today, she received the word. Everyone received a word from the Lord. And we're all running with it. We shared it with one another. And we're seeing God beginning even to fulfill the word, even in January. Receive a word for the, from the Lord for 2024. Now, let's see from Joseph. Joseph's example. Joseph's experience. Joseph's case is Genesis. Joseph's story is in Genesis. And that's chapter 41. We're going to read a couple of verses there. Well, we start with verse 14. So, Pharaoh sent for Joseph. And he was quickly brought from the dungeon. It was quickly brought from the dungeon. I pause. I'm still on that verse. But the Lord told me there's somebody in the house today. 2023 was like you being in a dungeon. Probably because I, I didn't say it or I didn't remember to say it or I didn't want to say it. Some of the things I'm going to say today may make this not really a sermon. God has given me a mandate to make some declaration today to some people in the house. There's somebody in the house. To you, 2023 was like living in a dungeon. But 2024, God said, I should tell you, is going to raise up a Pharaoh that will send for you, that will move you out of your dungeon. Say amen to that somebody. That will move you out of the dungeon. And remember, that dungeon was not Joseph's making. And your being in dungeon was not your making. But God said, I should tell you, this year is taking you out of the dungeon. And it's, it's raising a pharaoh that will move you out of the dungeon. See what happens next. After that call from Pharaoh. When he had shaved and changed his clothes, he came, from, he came before Pharaoh. When God sent you out of your dungeon, don't Continue wearing the dungeon clothes. That's what God told me to tell you. Don't continue wearing the dungeon clothes. Whatever the dungeon clothes represents in your life, whatever it represents in your family, God said I should tell you, 
He is the one calling you out of the dungeon. Don't continue wearing the dungeon clothes. What did Joseph do? He even shaved and changed his clothes. And that's what God is telling somebody in the house today to do. He's moving you out of the dungeon. The dungeon could be in your career. The dungeon, he told me, the dungeon could be in a relationship. The dungeon could be in a habit. God said, he's moving you out of the dungeon. Don't continue wearing the dungeon clothes. Don't continue wearing the dungeon clothes. Because he's taking you out of the dungeon. And you're not going back to the dungeon. Say amen to that somebody. Amen. You are not going back to the dungeon. That's the, that's the, not just a message, that is the mandate he has given me to declare today. It's, I don't know you, he knows you. He knows the dungeon you were in in 2023. And he's taking you out of the dungeon. But it doesn't stop there. After Joseph came out and he was clinched, he said, the Bible says he changed his clothes. He came before Pharaoh. In verse 15, Pharaoh said to Joseph, I had a dream and no one can interpret it. But I have had it said of you that when you hear a dream, you can interpret it, you know. That's one of the reasons, Pastor Ryan, that's one of the reasons why I just, I have cultivated discipline. I love giving God all the glory. I don't want to take credit for anything I do in life. Since I became his, it takes all the glory. So, can you imagine? Pharaoh came and was telling Joseph these great things. You know what? We learned that you can interpret dreams. What did, Pharaoh, what did Joseph? What was Joseph's response in verse 16? He said, I cannot do it. Joseph replied, He was so blunt. I cannot do it. Pharaoh, uh, Joseph replied, Pharaoh, But God will give Pharaoh the answer. It is there. Let's say amen to that. When you, when you give God the glory, God honors what you say. Friends, brothers and sisters, in 2024, make it your ambition. Make it your commitment. Make it your decision. Make it your desire to give God the glory. Paul will say, I am who I am, but by the grace of God. When you do that, God will rise up on your behalf. And that's what happened. When Joseph responded, you can find the rest from verse 41. Let's, let's run to verse 41 because of time. Verse 41 of the same chapter 41. Verse 41. So, Pharaoh said to Joseph, I have I put you. You know, if Joseph had taken credit for it, maybe that would have been the end of the story. But in verse 41, the Bible says, so Pharaoh said to Joseph, I have I put you in charge. You remember he changed his dress from wearing, I mean, he stopped wearing dungeon dresses. 
have put in charge of the whole land of Egypt. Then Pharaoh took his signet ring from his finger and put it in Joseph's finger. He dressed him in robes of fine linen and put a... <laughs> Can you imagine? The guy who changed his robe, who dropped his dungeon dress for something better, Pharaoh felt that was not even good enough. And that's what happens when you live a life glorifying to God. God will keep promoting you. God will keep elevating you. God will keep prospering you. God will keep exhorting you. God will keep blessing you. I'm a living witness of God's faithfulness on that. I can tell you my story. Somebody was telling me, today is Sunday. Somebody was telling me on Friday, hey, your, your students will, will write books. I'm not interested in my stories writing books. I'm, I'm interested in my stories changing lives for Jesus. Changing lives for Jesus. So, here, the Bible tells us he had him ride in a chariot as his second, second in command. That was from the dungeon. Became second in command. And people shouted before him, make way. Thus he put him in charge of the whole land of Egypt. Then verse 44. Then Pharaoh said to Joseph, I am Pharaoh. But without your word, no one will lift a hand or foot in all of Egypt. That is what happens. Let's read it. Pharaoh gave Joseph the name Zephanephane and gave him Asena, the daughter of Potiphar, priest of On, to be his wife. And Joseph went throughout the land of Egypt. Joseph was 30 years old when he entered the service of Pharaoh, the king of Egypt. And Joseph went out from Pharaoh's presence and traveled throughout Egypt. During the seven years of abundance, the land produced plentifully. Joseph collected all the food produced in those seven years of abundance in Egypt and stored it in the cities. In each city, he put the food grown in the fields surrounding it. Joseph stored up huge quantities of grain. You can read on. You can read on and on. Because Joseph glorified God. In wrapping up today, I want to read from Zechariah about another, another person in the Bible that had a change of dress. About another person in the Bible. That's Zechariah. Zechariah is in the Old Testament, one of the books of the minor prophets in the Old Testament. And this story, I, I decided to just talk to some two leading theologians last week about this story. Um, Zechariah chapter 3, and then from verse 1. Then he showed me Joshua, the high priest, standing before the angel of the Lord and Satan, standing at his right side to accuse him. The Lord said to Satan, the Lord rebuke you, Satan. You know, and God said I should pause at this point um, when I was preparing this. I don't know whoever is accusing you whether at work, on your relationship, on your business. 
I don't know whoever the person is. But God said, I should tell you, what happened here will happen. God will rebuke whoever is accusing you. Say amen to that. And the Bible says, the Lord said to Satan, and for some of us, the accusation, the attack, the assault, either on your marriage, on your relationship, on your business, on your health, it's been so, so terrible. But God said, I should tell you, he himself, not you, God is going to rebuke Satan on your behalf. Say amen to that, somebody. Can you imagine when God decides to rise up and rebuke Satan on your behalf? Satan has lost the battle. And there are some of you, you talk to the pastor, you talk to other elders in the church that prayed with you, the attack of the enemy has been so severe. God said, I should tell you, he is the one who is going to rise up on your behalf in 2024 and he's going to rebuke the enemy that is attacking your family, that is attacking your marriage, that is attacking your children, is attacking your grandchildren. He said, I should tell you, he, Jehovah God himself, is rising up in 2024 to rebuke the enemy that is attacking your children, attacking your marriage, attacking your grandchildren. God himself is rising up on your behalf. I don't know your issue. I don't. I don't. But he knows. And he sent me to you. That's why I told you, I don't know whether you, you call this a sermon. I don't know whether you call this a teaching. I'm only saying what he told me to say. That God said he will rise up on your behalf. This year, 2024. And set your grandchildren free. Set your children free. Heal your marriages. Heal your businesses. Heal you. Heal your bodies as well. Why? Because he's standing up on your behalf. And rebuking. In the name of Jesus. I'm going to wrap up with that. It says, the Lord, after it says the Lord rebuke you, Satan. The Lord who has chosen Jerusalem rebuke you. Is not this man a burning stick snatched from the fire? <laughs> Let's read verse 3. That's where the theme for the, mes- for, for the message came. Now Joshua was dressed in filthy clothes as he stood before the angel. God is not saying you didn't make mistake or I did not make mistake. Joshua was, <laughs> you know he was called the high priest and yet he was with filthy clothes. What does God say about his filthy clothes or filthy life? Let's, let's read it. The angel said to those who were standing before him, take off the filthy clothes. Then he said to Joshua, see, I have taken away your sin. 
and I will put fine garments on you. God is talking to somebody in the house today who is repenting from sin. And the guilt of sin is as robbed you of the joy of the Lord. What God, what the Bible says here, that's what God says he wants to do in your life. It says clearly, I have taken away. Let's say amen to that. It says, I have taken away your sin. You are a new person. And people around you will know and see the newness this year. You're new. Because God has taken away your sin. And hear this? He says, I will put fine garments on you. God is, going to, God is the one that will dress you up this year. And your neighbors will wonder. Something is happening. Those who have been laughing at you. This year, they will laugh with you. Those who have been laughing at you. This year, they will rejoice with you. Because God is going to do some new things. Um, In praying, in wrapping this up to pray, I asked the Lord, and he told me, I should use, and I think those in the media can help me, I should use this scripture by, I mean, one of the letters of Paul. In Romans 13, verse 14. For all these that we have said, Romans 13, verse 14. And you can please, at this point, if it's okay, can you stand on your feet? Let's stand on our feet. I want us. Romans 13, verse, okay. Okay, they put all the verses for us so we can, okay. Let us. Romans 13. So let me read from verse 11. And do this, understanding the present time. The hour has already come for you to wake up from your slumber. Because our salvation is nearer now than when we first believed. The night is nearly over. The day is almost here. So let us put aside the deeds of darkness and put on the armor of light. Let us behave decently as in the daytime, not in carousing and drunkenness, not in sexual immorality. God said I should emphasize that. Not in sexual immorality and debauchery, not in dissension and jealousy. But in verse 14, which I was... References. Rather, clothe yourself with the Lord Jesus. And do not think about how to gratify the desires of the flesh. So that's the summary of today's message. Clothe yourself with the Lord Jesus. Turn to your neighbor. Say it after me. Clothe yourself. Look your neighbor on the face. Please look your neighbor on the face. Clothe yourself with the Lord Jesus. One more time. One more time. Let's pray. Father, we thank you.
Thank you for your word. New year, new dress. And that verse 14 tells us what the new dress is. It's Jesus. You say we should clothe ourselves with the Lord Jesus. We pray that you will help us to walk into this year 2024 clothing ourselves with the Lord Jesus. And we also pray in the name of Jesus all that you have declared regarding our situations, our issues, our marriages, our relationships, our children, our grandchildren. Father, we pray in the name of Jesus. Do as you have said. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Let the church say. Can we honor?